0: Hey, business building warrior, welcome back to Silent Sales Machine Radio. This is your host, Jim Cockrum, and it is my pleasure to sit behind this microphone a few times per week and bring you interviews with many of the hundreds of recently successful students who've gone through our coaching program or gone through our courses. And I love bringing those stories, those real world stories to you, getting to know people from all over the world who are applying the strategies that we teach here and finding success with those strategies. And we like to dive deep and ask all the hard questions and we get great feedback. Our numbers have been going up tremendously. We're approaching pretty consistently hitting 100,000 downloads per month just on iTunes, which is tremendous. And we're on many other platforms as well, YouTube, that sort of thing. And our numbers just continue to grow because I think it really resonates with people when they hear from real people doing real things and facing real challenges. The training they've received, we parse it apart, the struggles they've seen, the results they're getting, we really dive deep. And I love doing those episodes. But I also like from time to time, just sitting behind the microphone, just you and me, and talking through some things that are on my mind based on some of the themes that we're hearing in the group, some of the questions that are coming up. And I like to hit some of those foundational concepts That have been part of making this community, this culture that's grown around this podcast and our training. What are those foundational concepts at at the base of this thing that you can borrow in your own way and apply to your own life and get the kind of results that we're seeing here? Because it's not typical. And what I mean by not typical is if you look around, there's just not a whole lot of places where you can go that have a positive energy, successful people, a supportive vibe, following biblical principles, if you will, such as the, the one I always use as an example, there's dozens and dozens of these, but the one that is probably the most readily apparent in our group is we praise publicly, we confront privately it may seem like a little deal, but actually it's a pretty big challenge when you're running a Facebook group with tens of thousands of people. And if, if two people, you know one person wants to challenge another person, there's no good reason why they have to do it in front of tens of thousands of people. How about an email? <laughs> How about a, shoot that person a private message, have a conversation. That's what adults do. It's a biblical principle. And I practice that in my own life. You've never seen me publicly call out anybody, even the many occasions when someone arguably deserved it. I'm not going to do it publicly. I'll shoot them a message, get on the phone, talk it through, make sure we've got all the facts straight. There's no reason not to, but some people choose not to. And that creates a, an interesting culture in a group where anybody can say anything to anybody anytime and put them on defense. It's just silliness. So we've got a lot of those kind of foundational rules that have helped build this culture of positivity, support, encouragement. And yeah, we face the problems head on, but not in front of the whole crowd. It's just not necessary. 99% of the time, it's an issue that can be resolved with two or three people getting involved and we figure it out. And then we present the solution to the group. The positive solution floats rather than having people you know, duke it out and misunderstand each other. It's one of the basic rules of communication, actually, and this is maybe a little mini lesson in today's episode, something I encourage on my team, something I practice myself. And again, I say this with the foundation of 20 years of success in e-commerce, that one of the rules we have for communication on our team is if you've got news for somebody that could be perceived as highly emotional or negative in some way, you don't send them a text, you don't send them an email, you don't send them a private message. You get on the phone with them. Ideally you see them face to face. So if it's highly emotional or could be perceived as negative, you meet with that person individually. So you have a chance to explain yourself, they you have a chance to ask questions, not in front of tens of thousands of people who will enjoy eating popcorn and watching the train wreck, no doubt. And that can attract some eyeballs. I actually have a name for that. It's called a train wreck audience. It's a very fickle audience. It's an easy audience to gather. It's kind of the same audience that gathers around a train wreck in the real world. You know, you see a car accident, everybody kind of shows up and watches and you're like, wow, look at all these people. We've really got a crowd here. Well, yeah, but is it a sustainable crowd? Have you built a culture? Have you built a community of sustainable support? No, you haven't done that. So when you have some news to share with someone, you're building a relationship, you respect that relationship, you contact them individually. It's the right thing to do. And so there's no shortage of one-on-one conversations around here that the general audience, the listeners to this program will never have any clue as to what happened and what was said and what issues were resolved publicly. We're tackling big projects together. We're having fun together, tackling those universal challenges that we all face. That's helped build an incredible culture here. And that is what's producing this constant steady stream of success stories, the only metric that really matters. If we're going to have a community that teaches people how to build successful businesses, wouldn't you think the most practical metric that you could apply to that community to see if it's effective to gauge if it's doing things the right way would be, is there a steady stream of success stories? And in our case, there absolutely is. You can bet go back through this podcast and listen to numerous episodes where we've talked to hundreds recently of our successful students. Again, like I mentioned, the coaching program, the proven Amazon course, and many of the other strategies that we talk about. So we're very proud of that metric. And that's how we've determined that we do have a successful community, not just because everyone likes each other or not because everybody thinks I'm funny or entertaining or interesting. Those things are of some significance, I suppose. But the real metric is, are we creating success stories? And as I look around the landscape of e-commerce opportunities and business opportunities online, I'm seeing some very positive signs that we are on to some pretty special things around here based, again, on the results that our students are seeing and the relationships they're forming that lead to those results. But that's not the topic of today. That's kind of an introduction to the topic. The bigger topic, as you saw in the title, is the multiple streams of income. What are some of those things that you could and should be doing that will generate multiple streams of income. And I've, I've dropped you a couple hints already, actually. And they may seem kind of gray and fuzzy at this point. Like, what do these have to do? What do these topics have to do with multiple streams of income? Well, being a multiple income stream business building warrior, having more than one stream of income flowing into your life and managing that system well, isn't a matter of running around like crazy and trying every new golden opportunity that comes down the pike. That's not what it is. It's not about surfing YouTube and surfing Google and, hey, that person's succeeding. I think I'm going to try to do what that guy's doing over there. And then you dive into it and you realize only later, wow, there's a lot more to this that I didn't understand. That's not what it looks like. Now, keep in mind, I've been doing this 20 years. If we listed out the income streams that my family has had, and this is the only income we've had. It's a family of seven. You know, my wife has had a few um, paintings that she's sold over the years and different things. But I would say 99.9% of our income has been the e-commerce business. That yes, she's been a huge supporting role in that, but but that's how we've supported our family. That's it. That's our only income. So I speak from a place of experience. I speak from a place of wisdom, having seen a lot of people go down this path and attempt it. Multiple streams of income, to say it again, is not about trying a whole bunch of different random things and trying to frankenstein the whole system together that's not what it looks like it can be a lot smoother than that it can be a lot of integrated parts because ultimately let's keep in mind the whole reason multiple streams of income are even necessary is because you're playing on platforms that belong to other people the vast majority of the time now at the point where you have your own audience and you have your own community and you have your own mailing list and the ultimate asset you'll hear me refer to it sometimes a list of people who can't wait to hear from you, who can't wait to see what you're going to do next. And I would argue that is the asset that is at the heart of my business model. You listening right now, to the degree that I continue to serve you well and add value to your life and give you useful information that puts more money in your pocket, helps you live the life you want. Well, that makes me valuable to you. You become part of that asset because I've earned some of your attention. I've earned some of your time. You pay attention to what I have to say because you find value in it. That becomes a tremendous asset when that group of people grows to a large enough number. Because now the things I talk about, the topics I introduce, you'll consider them seriously. You'll you'll give it some thought, and there's a decent chance that you'll take action from time to time when I say, "Hey, you know, put fifty dollars into this concept here, and and you could do really well and earn thousands if you apply it." So you're going to put the fifty dollars in, and I get paid, and you implement the system and you're even more excited because it works. So that asset of time and attention from people who can't wait to hear from you, that is an extremely valuable asset that starts to make it less and less necessary for you to be truly diversified on multiple platforms, because that's a hard thing for someone to take away from you. Think of it this way. YouTube could shut your account off. Facebook could ban you or block you, put you in Facebook jail. Instagram you know, could turn it off at any moment. Amazon, eBay, PayPal, any of the payment services that you're using. Stripe, you know, we've heard of people getting suspended off Shopify, right? These are big platforms that have ever-shifting, ever-drifting rules based on cultural expectations and whatever they think is okay at any given time and what they don't. And so navigating that can be very tricky. So the ultimate asset, again, is having a community of people that you can reach out to, having their contact information in various formats and connecting with them on a regular basis so that they are being supplied what it is that they need that helps them perceive value coming from you. That's not something that everybody and anybody can do. It's not as hard as some people make it out to be, but that may or may not be where you are right now. You can still build multiple income streams, though. So let's let's set that concept aside. Maybe someday you'll get there. Maybe it's a topic that is of extreme interest, but we're not going to spend a whole lot of time on it, building a community of people who want to hear from you and and having a connection with that group. Outside of that business model, every other business model that I've encountered online involves the necessity of a multiple income stream approach. Because like I said, these big platforms, these big impersonal platforms at any point, point in time could say, Ah, we don't really want you around here anymore. That's what necessitates the multiple income streams. Let me give you a, a scripture at this point that kind of introduces, this is from the Bible, Proverbs 25, 28 says, a city with its walls broken down, that's what you're like if you lack self-control and discipline. You're like a city whose walls have broken down. So why do I bring that up? A city with its walls broken down. What does that have to do with multiple income streams, Jim? Lacking self-control. What does that have to do with building streams of income? Well, here's what it has to do with that. I often think of the analogy when we're starting somebody out in e-commerce. Maybe they've never made any money online before. Maybe they've never had their own business before. The whole multiple income streams concept is something in the back of your mind. We don't want to dive into trying to make 50 things happen all at the same time. We start you out With Amazon. If you don't know where to go, we say, hey, let's get passionate about Amazon for a few months here. Let's focus. Let's make this work. Let's put some money in the bank. Let's get that rolling. Let's get it established, bolted down, and putting money in the bank consistently so you can start building some systems. But after that, it's time to start building. Let's think of this as a castle, okay? You've just built a castle. Well, Castles are vulnerable to attack. There's a reason in medieval times where they would build a moat around the castle and maybe they put some alligators in that moat and then maybe they get a slightly bigger army and they, they surround the castle with that, right? If there's anything succeeding, the margin monsters are coming. If you're making money at some point, competitors and others or the system or a tax change or something's gonna come along, there's no such thing as a steady state set it and forget it, never have to worry about it again business model. There just isn't. It's not out there. You've been lied to and misled if you're under the impression that you just have to keep looking long enough and hard enough before you find that magic business where you just slide money into the machine and it spits out more money than you put in and you just keep sliding it in. It spits out more. That's not how the real world works. I'm sorry to be the one to break it to you. So if you haven't learned that lesson yet, maybe this is all premature. You need to go learn that lesson and then come back and start listening to this podcast episode. So once you've got this system working, and that's the reason we're so excited about the Amazon replins system. We are ecstatic about it because we see it working for students all over the world. If you're willing to do the work, half of all transactions online in the United States every day are on Amazon. Most of those transactions are from third-party sellers, Amazon can't keep its shelves stocked fast enough with all the stuff people are buying at great margins. And that's where we pop in and we teach you how to find those listings that have all that extra margin hanging off. And you, you supply that need. You meet that customer need. It's a beautiful model. We're so bullish on it. We're so excited for the future of it. But if you're doing only that You could have this little sneaking suspicion in the back of your mind. Should I be doing something else? I built some systems. This is working. I'm putting money in the bank. We've got five figure a month sellers. We've got six figure per month sellers. We've got some seven figure a month sellers in our community doing the stuff that we teach on along these lines. But still, there's always that sneaking suspicion in the back of your mind. Should I be building other income streams? Well, let me put you at ease before I start helping you build a moat and a wall around your castle, okay? First off, the odds of you losing your Amazon account based on historic evidence, having talked with people in the industry, having talked with people who help Amazon sellers restore their account when they lose it, having talked with people at Amazon headquarters in Seattle, the ones who are in charge of suspending and reinstating accounts, Anybody who knows what they're talking about will tell you that there is a 95% or greater chance that if, in the unlikely event, your account is suspended, you will be able to get it back. That's great. There's still that tiny, tiny, slim chance, very tiny handful of people that I've met in the 12 plus years that we've been teaching Amazon. In the, how many years we've we been teaching Replens? It's been 17, six years, coming up on six years, maybe longer than that. We've been teaching the Replens model basically anybody out there that's talking about the replens model, they came from our community or learned it from somebody in our community. Okay. We've been teaching it a long time. And in that length of time, that 12, 13 years we've been teaching Amazon, the six plus years or so we've been teaching replens. We've heard of a tiny handful of people permanently suspended and we're talking thousands and thousands of students. So this is not something to be afraid of, but it's kind of like the same reason you buy life insurance you know, you don't ever want to have to use it, but yeah, it's good to have some, have that security, have that peace of mind. And diversifying your income is just plain smart. It takes discipline, the same discipline that we just read about in that scripture, Proverbs 25, 28, that city whose walls are broken down. You don't want a city with walls breaking down. You want a city that walls are being built. You want a city that's protected from invaders, from things that would seek to destroy what it is that you've built. And one of the great ways to do that is to build multiple cities and put walls around them, right? So you've got diversification and you can do that in e-commerce. And that's what I've been doing for coming up on 20 years. So that's why I'm speaking about this topic today. So what kind of discipline does it take to succeed building multiple income streams? Well, I I think that the one discipline that you need is it's a relational-based discipline. And hang with me here. Because you were probably hoping I would say, well, if you're on eBay and things are going great, the next thing you need to diversify to is Facebook Marketplace. And then after that, you need to diversify over here and then go to there and then Amazon and then do this. No, there's no clean cut path. Start here, do this, then go there, do that if you want to diversify. Now we do start everybody pretty much in the same place around here. Unless they've got something that's just so much obviously, evidently better than Amazon, which is really hard to come up with from where I sit, seeing the whole landscape. We start everybody on Amazon. After that, what comes next? Relationships is one topic, and then success breeds more success is another topic I wanna hit. So what do I mean by, let's start with success breeds more success, and then we'll talk about the relationship angle. in very strategically, this isn't some kind of theoretical discussion of relationships. I'm going to be very specific. But let's talk about success breeds success. What do I mean by that? If you're succeeding, people will want to know how you did it, what challenges you overcame. You'll see it over and over again if you're paying attention. The people who appear on our podcast episodes, oftentimes they say things like, oh, I've never really spoken in front of people before. Are people going to really want to hear my story? I bet they'll just be bored. I mean, they've heard other Amazon success stories before. I don't know if you even wanna hear mine. The number of times I've heard that, by the way, it's crazy, I hear it so many, so often. I would say most podcast guests that you've heard on this program have said some version of that. Well, people really wanna hear my story? It's kind of boring. I don't know why anybody wanna hear my story. It sounds like everybody else's story to me, you know, with a few little different changes here and there, but yet here we are sitting on one of the top Amazon podcasts in the world with that format and people can't get enough of it, yet we still somehow doubt. Well, well, why is that? I think oftentimes we doubt our own unique position and the story and the experiences we've had and the things that we've learned, and we, we downplay the value that that has for the rest of the world. So what you've seen play out over and over again around here, someone appears on the podcast episode, they reluctantly or hesitantly tell their story, And they really kind of open up on the episode and they step into that leadership spotlight a little bit. They've never done anything like that before. And now here they are inspiring dozens, hundreds, thousands of people. They start getting some messages. They start getting some new ideas, some new contacts, connections. Next thing you know, they're a coach on our team or they're creating content with us or they're on stage at one of our events and they've stepped confidently into that leadership spotlight. They've created new income streams for themselves. One of the ways that we reward that type of activity around here is by paying the people who create content with us as we sell the content that they create. We split that money. If it's valuable content and you can prove to us that it's not only helped your business, but it can help other people's businesses too, we'd love to learn from you. That's the format of the proven Amazon course. It's no big secret. That's what we do. I don't sit here and tediously create content all day every day. You'd be bored out of your mind going through the course if it was just me all the time. Plus, I'm far from the smartest guy in the room. There's all kinds of incredibly brilliant, creative people out there trying new things, failing more often than they succeed. But when they do succeed, they step forward and say, Hey, guys, look at this. This works. And then we share it with everybody. That's the format. We charge a few dollars so we can reward them for creating that content. That's an opportunity for you as you begin to succeed to come back and contribute in a way that rewards you with a new stream of income. Maybe you become a coach on our team. To my knowledge, we have one of the highest paying coaching programs in the industry. That's why it's not free. You pay money, we pay our coaches, we pay them well. It's a great program that's served over 7,000 students. There's a link in the show notes, or you can go to silentgym.com if you want to check out the coaching that's a model that's there for you. That is diversification. So I've introduced a couple of ideas. You can train people. You can create content based on what you've learned. You could write a book. You could start a YouTube channel. You could start a Facebook group. You can do these things. Now, there is a line somewhere where if one of our students starts to kind of compete with us, you'd be amazed at the number of students who have come through this community and then gone on to compete with us. And we're still great friends. That's great. Go for it. That's awesome. If you can do better on your own, There's a lot of moving parts. It is a very complex business model. There's a lot of ways it can go wrong. The average life cycle of an e-commerce expert who teaches a community of people how to do what it is that they do, the average life cycle I would say is three, four years, tops, because it's not an easy gig. A lot of people assume it is, it's just not. There's a hundred things that can go wrong any given day, and a lot of times they do, and so managing those relationships becomes vital. But, it's with our blessing. We send them off and and they do their thing. And that's awesome. That's great. They're helping people succeed. So you can certainly go do that on your own, or you can do it as part of the team around here and enjoy the synergy and the benefits of the systems that we've built here that, that makes it pretty, pretty clean and easy to work within the the system we built here. But that's another, certainly another income stream. And you've seen people kind of rise in the ranks around here. If you've been paying attention, that's how it happens. You succeed, you share that success You create content based on that success. We share that with the larger community. So that's one idea. The other idea that I introduced was relationships versus, um, you know, success breeds success. The other one was relationships. So what do I mean by intentional relationships? And this is the one key that I've noticed that opens up multiple streams of income better than anything else that you could ever possibly do. So to be very clear, if I had to sum up this entire podcast episode in just the briefest possible of moments, I would say if you want multiple income streams of reliable, steady income, long-term, stable, profitable income streams, using the internet creatively, working flexible hours, you need to start with Amazon, specifically Amazon replans, and then build from there into any number of directions based on the quality relationships that you build and establish as you grow and learn. End of sentence. That's it. If you can grasp what I just said, it's not theory. I've seen it play out at this point hundreds and hundreds of times without exaggeration. You start off with some low-hanging fruit strategy. Now, it used to be eBay it's been about Amazon for the past 12 years or so. You start off with a low-hanging fruit. You don't start off with what you're passionate about. Nobody cares what you are passionate about. They only care how it serves them. They only care that if they give you $5, they're gonna get back $20 of value. Whether you're passionate about it or not is irrelevant to them. So starting out with what you're passionate about, more often than not, is a total dead end. You start off serving people well. You go where the needs are exceed the people who are willing to step up and do the work. Right now, there's nothing like Amazon replans. You get some success. You get some momentum. You let that success turn into relationships. You share that success. You answer questions of new people. You hold meetings You in your local area. We've seen people start off a library. Hey, we're having a free session, just talking about it. Come in, learn. And someone's going to say, hey, Actually, I own a company. Could you think you could consult with us and and help us get on Amazon? Like, yeah, sure. Are you willing to pay for that? Absolutely. We need, you know, here's a blank check. Tell us what it's worth because we've been trying to do this for a long time. It sounds like you've got the skills. Those kind of stories happen all the time, but it takes intentional relationships. Reaching out, having conversations, sending a private message. Someone on an old podcast episode really speaks to you. Someone in our group seems to be helpful someone near you, you learn that they're in the same Facebook group that you are and you connect and you have conversations. The number of times that these little sparks of conversation have led to incredible business opportunities is countless. And I would even say, pick your favorite success story from this community. You've heard hundreds of them at this point. You could find a point in time, if you back up, and maybe this is an interesting question we could ask a few folks, but was there a brief conversation that easily could have not happened, that you can identify and circle and point to, a brief moment in time where you spoke to a certain person where had that conversation not happened, you arguably would not be where you are now succeeding the way you are. You can trace it all back. It's almost like the that butterfly effect kind of concept. Anyone who's succeeding wildly, you can trace it back to a tiny handful of interactions, encounters with other people that they very easily could have just not said anything. One of the things I train at our conferences, for example, I say this frequently when I'm speaking to groups, especially if it's a multiple day event where the same people are gonna be around each other for you know two, three days. You're crazy if you don't have multiple conversations with complete strangers the, the entire time you're here. Because unlike the general public, when you're around entrepreneurs and people who are trying to build a business, Every single person in that room, if asked a few key questions, could add value to your life and you could add value to theirs. Extreme value in some cases. Just asking simple questions. A couple of my favorite ones are, what are you working on? What's working well? What isn't working well? How can I help you? And those things that you're working on right now, you have those questions answered for by you and, and you ask those questions to others you're going to have an incredible arsenal of connections and relationships that will lead to more money in your pocket, that will lead to bigger moats around your castles, sturdier walls, stronger relationships. It's not about buying the right course. It's not about getting into the right group or following the right strategy or listening to the right expert on YouTube who really motivates you. It's about real relationships with real people that you talk to on the phone. I would even say the ratio of how many times you interact and speak to others in any given month is directly correlated with your odds of succeeding long-term with multiple income streams. I'll say it again. The number of times you interact with real conversations, either phone call, Zoom, or ideally in real world, is directly correlated with your ability to launch and grow multiple income streams and sustain them. If you just want the world to leave you alone and sit behind your glowing keyboard and make as much money as you can, whatever it is you're building is very susceptible to a sudden shock. Because who's going to be there for you when you really need some help? And this isn't gym wisdom. This is biblical wisdom, thousands of year old concept. You've heard me talk before possibly about the 3am list. That's the list of people that you could call at three in the morning and they would not only answer their phone, but they would sit up in bed and say, whatever you need, I'm there right now. You tell me, I gotta go get on an airplane. I gotta hop in my car. I gotta wire money somewhere. You tell me, what is it? What do you need? How big is that list of people? If that list of people isn't growing, you're not building walls around your castles. You're not building moats around your castles. It's about relationships. The whole purpose of business is relationships. A transaction in Hebrew is the beginning of a mutually beneficial lifelong relationship. That's all it is. It's about the relationship, not the exchange of currency and, and goods, both of which have temporary value. It's about the relationships that are established as those transactions occur. Right. That's that's the reason that when I had a, a senior vice president at Amazon ask me one time the question, said, Hey, if you were in charge of Amazon, what change would you make? And instantly I knew what answer I would give him the most significant change they could ever make is to allow buyers and sellers to connect, allow those transactions to incubate into incredible relationships. The relationships that are established are stronger. The influencers on your platform would willingly pay for that privilege. Amazon would make more money. There's more transactions. There's more trust. It's it's obvious to me. But if they're not gonna do it, that doesn't mean you can't do it. So as you start to expand your network of connections and relationships, that's where your multiple streams of income are going to come from. Specifically, let's talk about a few of these things. On Amazon, just let's just go with just your Amazon skills. We have a module in the Proven Amazon course called the PPP module, Proven Product Partnering. Great content. Tremendous course put together by Nathan Bailey. He's our coaching director. He's been with me for 18 years. And He manages dozens of Amazon accounts for his clients. He could easily stop doing everything else he does and just manage Amazon accounts for his clients. And he tells you how to find clients who want you to manage their Amazon account, help them get their brand onto Amazon, help them with any issues that pop up, right? So now you can have multiple Amazon accounts that are feeding you an income. You get paid a percent of whatever Amazon pays the owner of the account and you're just logged in and admin rights managing the account. Huge opportunity for you to expand in a complementary fashion. You're not going off into a completely new arena. You're just building a stream that isn't impacted if one of your other streams starts to dry up. But it's all in that same skill set vein, right? So you're using your Amazon skills to serve other businesses, to help other brands get onto Amazon, for example great idea, right? We've got a lot of people who are starting prep centers. You can start small. Our international community is exploding. We're hearing from anyone who's any good at at all at running a prep center. They fill up their client list so fast that they're having to start a waiting list. It's not an easy business model by any means. I'm not saying that it's something you just do in your sleep, turn it on one day and be done with it. But if you've got some extra space and you could receive some shipments from people who live overseas who are shopping online, doing the Amazon replens business, your warehouse is probably going to fill up with clients who want to pay you and you're going to create some good jobs and you're going to have people, you are going to have a bustling business pretty fast. Now there's a lot of ways you can mess the model up. I'm not saying it's easy by any means, but I'm saying there's huge demand there and there's people who are doing it right. There's huge possibilities there. So as you start to kind of process through what it is I'm sharing with you to say, I think I've, I've shared a good amount with you and I could go much, much longer than I have on any of these points. But I wanna leave you with a couple of brief encouragements, very specific to-do items or maybe challenges to think through. And I'll kind of, I'm gonna put you into one of a handful of categories here. Maybe you're listening to this podcast today and you're thinking, okay, I've never made any money online and Jim's talking about multiple income streams I feel a little overwhelmed, inadequate. I feel like I'm behind. No, not at all. Let me talk just to you for a second. Amazon replens. Doesn't matter where you live. That's how you got to hear from this episode. Go back and listen to some of the last 30, 50, 120 podcast episodes, people succeeding saying things like, never sold anything online before up until six months ago. Now I'm selling $20,000 a month at a nice 20% net margin, working a couple hours a day here and there. And it's beautiful. Future looks bright. We're paying bills. I think I'm going to quit my job soon. And I don't even know what a spreadsheet was until a couple months ago. And now I'm using them and right. Those kind of interviews are everywhere. So if if this conversation intimidated you, went a little over your head, Hey, go back, listen to some of those basic episodes, get the proven Amazon course. We start off assuming you know nothing and we walk you through it. We step you through it. You'll be putting money in the bank as you learn just a few dollars a month turn it off anytime you don't need it anymore, but it just keeps getting better over time, more creative ideas, more content added that helps your business grow. So maybe that's you. Or maybe you're in the early stage and you're starting to see some success and you feel like I just piled on and said, hey, you know what? Good job selling $20,000 a month on Amazon, but there's a whole lot more that you're gonna have to do, mister, to keep pace around here. That's not what I'm saying either. I'm not saying that you have to start seeking multiple income streams right now just because you've seen a little bit of success. No, I'm saying long-term, keep in mind that we are rejecting that old model that says, get the best grades you can get, get the best employer you can find, get the best job at the best salary until someone offers you a better salary, work your tail off 60 hours a week, climb that corporate ladder. We're rejecting that. We're saying, how about I live a flexible lifestyle, enjoy my family, and make as much money as I would have made with any corporate career I could have pursued. How do I do that? And the next obvious question that comes once you start to head in that direction and you kind of see that developing is, okay, I don't want to lose this suddenly one day. So how can I shore this thing up a little bit? How can I have a little more security, stability, sleep a little better at night now that I see this thing's working? That's what I'm saying is as this starts to work and as you start to build systems, which we teach you all the time, You don't want to be putting tape on boxes 50 hours a week thinking you've built yourself an incredible business. No, you've built yourself a job, if that's what you're doing. You need to pay other people a few dollars and have them put tape on boxes. Build systems, step back. Only do the things that only you can do, one step at a time. As your profits allow, put other people in place. Now you've got this free time. What do you do? You start listening to podcast episodes like this, and we've got a lot of people this particular episode. A lot of people that are right there. You need to continue to systemize, you need to continue to automate. Don't bring me that. Well, Jim, I just really like taping and boxes and prepping. I really like it. And like, how much will you like it if you're ever sick in bed for three months? If you won't like it then, I promise. You need to build some systems so your business continues and you can start to diversify. What gets you there? I've hit it a couple times. The keys to diversifying. Whatever's succeeding, share that success. Don't hold it tight to your chest and look around all paranoid, hoping nobody sees what it is you're doing so they don't steal your idea. No, share it openly. Become the expert. That leads to more opportunities. That leads to people appreciating you and trusting you and bringing you great ideas. That's my business model. People way smarter and way more creative than me bringing me incredible ideas constantly and we test them and we vet them and we share them with the audience. It's a great income stream for them. You benefit as the listener. I benefit as the guy running the company. Everybody's happy. It's this beautiful three-way win arrangement. There's no reason you couldn't be a part of that, but it requires relationships, success. Those are the fuels. Let your successes fuel you into ever-increasing circle of new relationships. That's how you build multiple income streams. And I could rattle off a hundred different creative ways that I've seen people do great things. But you just gotta get out there, create content, meet people, talk to people, share what's working. Let me give you a couple real specific as I end this episode, little stories here. There are so many we could share, but this is one I haven't shared in quite a while. From content I created, oh, it's been over 10 years or so ago. Someone bought the book and they went through it and they saw where I was encouraging them. They actually, I think they hired me as their coach at the time, uh, the coaching program was fairly small at the time, and I, I was one of the only coaches we had. I don't do hardly any coaching now. I still love to do it, uh, but we've just got such a great coaching team. You're actually, you're getting a disservice from any of the things that we, we could coach you on. If you get me as your coach, <laughs> it'd be a disservice to you. I can coach at the higher level, by, you know, running a business entity with 100 plus e-commerce based uh, distributed workers around the world, kind of who have their own businesses, but they're contributing to your business. It's a unique skill set, and and I've got some people that I'm working with and really having a blast with. And this, this guy kind of fit that mold. He wasn't really looking to learn eBay or Amazon, but he was wanting me to help him grow his consulting practice. and, and It was in a very unique, strange industry. His specialty was something like safety training for industrialized, kind of risky, you know, heavy equipment type of businesses. Like he did big equipment safety training managers were his clients, right? And I encouraged him, like, I I really think you need to make some YouTube content and and put it out there. And he did just some basic boring. I mean, like odds are between you and me, like it would put you to sleep, just boring, basic, like who would listen to this stuff type of content, put it out there on YouTube. And 99.9999% of the viewers on YouTube would never care at all about this content. It was, it was completely irrelevant to them, but he put it out there nonetheless. And I remember checking on him a few months after I told him to create that content. I went and looked at the view counter on his content. And like one video had eight views and another video had 12 views. Another one, I think his best one had like 30 some views and that content had been sitting out there a few months at that point. And I kind of cringed I'm like, oh man, did I just make that guy waste his time? I felt a little bad and in full transparency, I didn't reach out to him because our contract time had ended and he'd said thank you and he was gonna go do the things I taught him. And me today, I would have reached out to him and said, oh man, that YouTube thing, that doesn't look too great. But I didn't, I waited to hear from him. And when I did hear from him, He was so full of gratitude. His business had exploded. And I'm thinking, okay, well, something else I told him must have worked. And he's thanked me specifically for encouraging him to make that YouTube content. You know, those videos, I got eight views and 12 views and 30 some views. I'm thinking to myself, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, you've got practically no one watching your stuff and you're thanking me because it changed your business. And he said, Jim, you gotta understand, the average client for me is, I think if I recall, it was like 100 tens of thousands of dollars. I mean, it's a lot of money, his average client. And he said, like a third of the people who've watched these videos have reached out to me. I'm their expert now and they're paying me. My business has exploded just on a few views. And so it really kind of reset my mindset of what it means to touch, find your audience and, and touch them and, and in their mind to become the expert that they need. You don't need the millions of views. That's that has its own challenges. It becomes very impersonal. If there's just a handful of people that you're kind of, you know, Christ himself changed the world with 12 followers, right? Like if he'd have been on Instagram with 12 followers, we'd have been like, ah, this guy's not in any significance. 12 followers, what's that, right? Changed the whole world. So it's not about the quantity of people. I've said many times around here, I don't need fans and followers. That's kind of useless vanity metric and no one really cares. How many people's lives are we changing? And if, you're, if you've are if you got a steady stream of people who are pointing at you and saying, hey, you were part of changing my story. You were part of taking me from where I was to where I wanted to be in a positive direction. And you are part of that. If you're doing that, you're onto something. And this is me challenging you saying, hey, step onto the team. We'd love to have you start your own thing. That's awesome. We're here to help you with that too. But get out there, build relationships, tell your story. You're uniquely positioned with gifts from God, with qualities, your personality, the the experiences you've had, the location you're at in the world, the challenges and struggles that you've overcome. You have a story worth telling. You have something worth sharing. Add in a little bit of business success to kind of ignite the flame and people are suddenly interested in what you have to share and say and turn that into multiple income streams. Hopefully that helps you. Hopefully that challenges you. That's me sharing from the heart. God bless you, business building warrior. Hope you found this episode helpful. Most of our episodes, we do have a guest. If this is the first episode you've ever heard, it's not uncommon, but it's not all that often where it's just me for this much time talking into the microphone. But I do like sharing from the heart from time to time on some of the things that I hear popping up around here. If you're brand new, again, let me emphasize please go check out the proven Amazon course. Proven amazoncourse.com. Get into Replins. The momentum that you'll receive from starting a successful business and starting to see that cash flowing into the bank, that confidence, those new relationships with creative people in our community that you'll start to connect with and rub shoulders with, it will change your life. And all these things will start to fairly organically start to happen. As long as you don't hide in a little corner and expect the world to leave you alone so you can make some money and be content. No, that's not how it works. Get out there, tell your story, build relationships. All right, this is Jim signing off. Thanks for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. We will have another great episode for you again very, very soon. Talk to you then. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit SilentJim.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.